You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. Yes, we are live on a Robe Talk Friday. No robe because it's like 175 degrees uh, outside. It's very hot. It's very hot. You can't. Robe is probably not coming back for another few months. The robe is probably not coming back for a minute because it's too it's too hot outside it's it's way it's way too hot outside for the road what's up black pharaoh what's going on it's friday hope you guys doing well hey buddy come here <laughs> ah hey see what's going on you want to be involved you want to be in the live stream that's barkus <laughs> came from the living room you see the people Say hi. You're all fluffy. Look at you. You're all fluffy. You're just a big fluff dog. We're going to talk about the cops. You're black. <laughs> You're brown. So the cops will shoot you too, Barkus. Just be aware. If you was a white dog, they wouldn't shoot you. But since you're, you know, you're a brown dog, they're going to take you. They'll take you out. <laughs> so you got to be very aware of this. When we're out walking. We're out walking. They'll shoot us. They'll shoot you and me. <laughs> Marcus, so we have to be very aware because you're about the same complexion I am. So they'll take us right out. All right, you done? You you done? You getting the attention? Okay, get out of here. <laughs> Alexis already got the dog like a bunch of clothes. You know, I'm not big on clothes on the dog, but Alexis already stop eating the cord. Already had has that red cup. Well, I want to tell you guys a story, a couple of stories actually. So I was in the building, Game Six, NBA Finals 2019, Raptors, uh, Warriors, in the building. Was it Game Six or Game Seven? I forget what game it was. Whatever it was, it was I think it was Game Six. I'm not sure. Well, stop your whining. Uh, but whatever, it was, I was in the building. Whenever they, whenever they clinched, it was at the Warriors uh, Arena, Old Oracle, and I was actually on the baseline. The same baseline that uh, the the president was coming out to to you know do the trophy celebration and everything. So I saw the commotion when it, when when it went down, but I didn't really know what was going on. But when you go down to like the interview room and everything, you have to go down. You have to pass some of the fans, right? And so there was Warrior fans. And I was like, what happened? And they was like, oh, man, the cops, you know, was pushing the, the Raptors president and was cursing them out and all of this stuff. And then it became like a big story. And the story was the cop says that, you know, Mason, you know, hit him and his neck was hurt and he had a concussion and he had all these fake injuries and, and all of this stuff. But everybody knew it wasn't true. You got to think about this. This was the Warriors fans that was coming to the Raptors president's defense. Now, maybe if this was like Lakers or Celtics or, or something else, maybe they would have lied for him. But these were white warrior fans coming to the defense of, of a black man because they saw what happened. And the, and the cop, you know, he, he took all of this. He sued. He took all of this you know, vacation. He was getting all this unemployment and all of this stuff. And so the video comes out. And the video comes out where, you know, it's very clear that the cop, you know, is the one that instigated. The cop was the aggressor. The cop pushed him. The cop cursed at him, pushed him twice. 
And Mason was just like, I don't even know what's going on. So we see the truth. And what was interesting to me was not the fact that we saw the truth. It was what happened after we saw the truth. The cops, the, the sheriff department said, don't believe it. Said, don't believe what your eyes are telling you. Don't believe what your eyes are seeing. Don't believe it. We stand behind our cop. And I think that's important to talk about because cops lie a lot about a lot of different things. And I think a police officer is one of those jobs where the majority of the public, the, the non-black public, assume that police officers are better people than the average person, right? Like you expect your doctor, right? To know more than you about medical stuff, right? So when your doctor tells you something, you don't, your mind says he's a doctor or she's a doctor. So they should know the information better than me, right? I think a cop over the years, people have said, well, they're a cop, they're law and order, you know, protect and serve. So if a cop says it, it must be true. But the fact of the matter is, cops lie a whole lot. And that's very, very scary when the fact that you got criminals and you got cops and the cops are not that much different than the criminals, right? They have it on tape. Same thing with like Rodney King and, and George Floyd. A lot of this stuff is on tape and the cops will look at you dead in your eye and say, wasn't us. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. I mean, they shoot them, you know, and, and they lie so much. And in the video, almost 99% of the time when the video comes out, it contradicts what's in the police report all the time because they stay together with they lie. If anything, their loyalty is what makes them really dangerous because no matter what they do, they lie. They plant evidence. And a lot. this is why OJ got off. OJ didn't get off because OJ didn't do it, allegedly. Even though I think OJ may have had some help or it was another person, but that's another conversation for another day. The reason that OJ got off is because the cops and the DA and all of this stuff, they couldn't just sit on the regular evidence that they had. They had enough just regular standard evidence to convict OJ, but they don't work like that. They always feel like they got to add more. So they started planting shit. They started tampering with stuff. They started coercing witnesses. You know, they started bringing in racist cops. Like they did all of this stuff to put just enough doubt into people to be like, we're going to let them go. That's the problem with cops. A lot of times cops, whatever's happening if they just did what they were supposed to do, it wouldn't be a problem. But they overdo it. You see what I'm saying? They overdo it. Instead of just saying that, hey, uh, it was a misunderstanding between me and the Raptors president. We pushed each other. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure nobody got out on the court. That shouldn't have been out on the court. Instead of doing that, they just overdo it. Right. Like the, the, the Compton cops that have been for, for the last, like, you know, however many years have been running like a gang inside the police state. So they lie. They lie. And and I, the reason that I said that, you know, I was I was in uh, Ferguson is because, you know, I used to stay in St. Louis, uh, Missouri, which is, you know, and a lot of little suburbs, but it's very, you can get from like one end of St. Louis to the other end of St. Louis in like 20 minutes. So it's a really small city in comparison to some other cities. But when the, the guy shot Mike Brown, right, here's what really happened. 
This is I'm telling you the guy the honest truth from people that was there, that people that know Mike Brown, that know the cop, that know exactly. I know exactly what happened. It, this is 100% true what happened. What happened with Mike Brown was very simple. Is that it was a, a, a cop that was, you know, puffing his chest out thinking that he's Superman, overriding his authority. He, they were, two, Mike Brown and his boy was walking in the middle of the street. The cop ran up on him and cursed him and called him names and told him to get on the other side of the street. Like a lot of young black kids, you know, they feel like they're invincible. Was like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not letting let no cop curse me and stuff. The cop got pissed off Darren Wilson, got pissed off, tried to grab Mike Brown. And Mike Brown, when he tried to grab him, was like, I'm not, you're not grabbing me because they know that they kill people. And he ran away. And he, and he, that's what happened. That was it. He ran away. They struggled for a bit. He ran away. And, and Darren Wilson shot him. Right? It's as simple as that. That's exactly what happened. No matter what you tell. It doesn't matter about the hands up, don't shoot, win. The fact of the matter is, there's a kid. He tried to grab him. The kid ran away. When he ran away, he shot him. At a distance. That that's that's the most important part. It doesn't matter if he was facing, not facing, whatever. He shot him from a distance. A distance. And what I mean by that is, is if I'm if if I have the gun, right, and somebody's twenty feet away from me, I don't need to shoot. It's as simple as that. The person didn't have a weapon. Mike Brown didn't have a weapon. He wasn't armed. He had nothing on him. He's he's 10, 15 feet away. They shot him from there. And there was a kill shot. You know what I'm saying? There was a shoot. There was a bang, bang, bang. And then a bang. That's a kill shot. That's what they teach you like in the military and stuff. Like don't leave anybody alive. A.K.A. don't leave a witness. Uh, Starbucks. He doesn't have a job. But he got a lot of money from, from, from doing interviews and things like that. But the reason that I bring it up is after Darren Wilson murdered Mike Brown, that's when the lies and the, the misinformation and the cover-up, because dead man can't tell no, no tales, right? That's the double tap, because they, they don't want no witnesses. So Mike Brown can't tell his side of the story. Trayvon Martin can't tell his side of the story. You know, these people, when they're dead, they can't tell their side of the story. So all of a sudden you can create a cop narrative. That's what I call it. Where the cop seems like a superhero and the person that they murdered seems like the criminal. They're doing the same thing with George Floyd. Oh, he was on this. He was on that. He da 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 da. Cause dead man can't tell no tales. And what they said about Mike Brown was he was reaching for his gun. He was reaching for his gun. And I never forget in the, there's a transcript if you go read the grand jury testimony, and that's when the DA was basically working for the, the cops. In the grand jury testimony, Darren Wilson gets on the state on, on, on the stand and he says, Mike Brown, this is this go read it. Don't just believe me. And I may I'm paraphrasing, but go read it. He said Mike Brown was charging at me like he had he had evil in his eyes. He looked like a demon and he was hulked up like the incredible hulk. That's what he said in the day. He said he had a like, demon look in his eyes and he hulked up like the Incredible Hulk. Right? Now, we know those are, those are movies, right? <laughs> you know, those are comic books. Like, there's no such thing as hulking up like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, 
Michael Brown was a big guy, but you had already shot him. So there's really nothing that he could have done. He, there's no hulking up. What happens is when you shoot somebody, it's not like in the movies. Like in the movies, they shoot you, you fall, right? That's how all the movies go. You know, if you watch, uh, you know, you watch John Wick and stuff, he shoot, they fall, shoot, fall, whatever, right? In real life, if you've ever seen someone get shot, a lot of times, a couple of things happen. First off, shock sets in because they got shocked and they don't know what's happening. Secondly, a lot of times their body twists and moves in unusual manners because a bullet has just went through them, right? There's no hulking up when you get shot. There's some staggering and some like, what the F is happening? But no, you can't be a demon. You, he did not get any bigger than what he was. But they lie. That's the same thing with Trayvon Martin. You know, you say, it's, it's, obviously he's this big kid. And then what they do, and this is the worst part, the media is involved in this as well. Sure was, Golden State Killer. I was just reading about that. Cops are terrible people. Here's the thing. If you got, I tell this to people all the time. If you want to be a doctor, right, you got to go to medical school, you got to do a lot of stuff. If you want to be like even in the army, they have some rigorous tests that you have to, to, to take. And if you want to be like an elite person, like a SEAL team and all of that stuff, there's a lot, there's a lot that you have to CIA, FBI, even though they're a little suspect. There's a lot you have to do to be an elite law enforcement agent. All you need to do to be a cop is go to high school. Right, a hairdresser, a barber need a better license than a cop. All you gotta do is go to high, high school or get a GED. And go for six weeks, learn how to shoot a gun, not well, and you're a cop. So a lot of these cops are failures at life, but they become cops because they're so insecure. And it's a numbers game. It's so many of them, right, that just the numbers is somebody in there is crazy and don't know what they're doing. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of cops have hero complexes and things like that. And furthermore, just like anything else, look at, yeah, six weeks, police academy. Furthermore, look at it like this. Look at it like this. This is an important thing to remember. If, if, if a guy or a girl cheats on someone, right, and the person keeps taking them back, so what are they going to do? They'll keep cheating, right? Cops routinely do illegal things all the time and never get punished for it. A lot of times it's protected. You don't even know about it. And so what do they do? They keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? They keep doing it. Because they keep getting over it. You know what I'm saying? They keep, they keep doing it. Over and over again. So, you have, the point of the matter is this. Is that a lot of times when these situations happen. The first thing that racist white people say is that why would the cop lie? Why, they're the cops. The cops are telling the truth. The government is telling the That's the problem. The, the government, the cops, the politicians, the DAs, all of these people, they're not good people. <laughs> you can't take their word, you know, for it. Just go look, wherever city you're in, whatever county you're in right now, Go Google how much your police department has paid out in wrongful like settlements for the, the illegal things that they've done. You'll be shocked. And it is here's the and here's the real problem with it. It's your money. It's your money that is paying these wrongful like these settlements. 
You know what I'm saying? That That's the problem. It's the taxpayers' money that's playing these settlements for the cops. You know what I'm saying? That And like I said, just go Google it. Whatever city or county you're in, how much you had to pay. It's a lot. Trust me. Red Cup. So don't listen to the cops. When the cops tell you a story, even if it's video, like you saw what happened to George Floyd. You saw it. You don't need extra information. What's the matter, Marcus? You just need some attention? Um, 500 million. 500 million. That's ridiculous. A, a, a good organization does not pay out $500 million in wrongful settlements. I can see one or two. $500 million is a, is a, is a, a systematic problem. So when they tell you stuff, and they, what they do is they add stuff to it that has nothing to do with nothing, right? The, the question like for George Floyd is, it's simple. Would George Floyd be alive if they just walked up to him and said, hey, did you, you know, did you, you know, pay for this with 20 bucks? Come with us. Or do you have $20 to pay him so we can leave? Would he still be alive today? Yes. Right? It's as simple as that. If, if Darren Wilson didn't try to grab, you know, Mike Brown, would he still be alive? Yes. That is, these are simple, simple, simple questions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these, it, it's not, and in the union, well, the union, obviously, you know how unions are. You know how unions are. So they're just an extension. You know, cops are just an extension. They're, they're put there to put black and brown people in, in jail. And I always said it's like, if someone robs my house, I want them to go to jail. That's true. I want criminals to go to jail. If you're doing criminal activities, you should want them to go to jail. But what I, my problem is this, is that if, if, if I rob a house and a white guy rob a house, I want us to get the same sentence, Right? I don't want to rob a house and the white guy robbed the house. He gets probation. I get 20 years. That's the problem with our justice system. It's not that people don't want criminals to be in jail. People want it to be fair. If I smoke weed and somebody else smoke weed and we get caught smoking weed, I want the same sentence. I don't want to get, like, I think it's a story about a black kid. He, he did something wrong and he went to the judge. He said, I want to be tried as a white teen because I researched it and white teens are the same charge ends up getting less time probation than black teens with the same charge. Cops are escalators. They come in escalating. <laughs> they're loud. They're rude. That's that power that gets to them. It's 20 bucks. Like $20. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people, you don't need seven cops for $20. Sir, they said that you counterfeit thing for $20. Did you do it or didn't you do it? If you did it, find $20, give it to them, have a nice day. You shouldn't be putting people in jail for $20. You shouldn't be putting people in jail for an expired license tag and stuff. Like, that's just stupid. <laughs> Your tag is expired. You got to go to jail. That That's not what, what incarceration is for. Uh, somebody with an expired tag shouldn't be sitting next to somebody that stabbed somebody five times. Like, it, that just doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's not a logical thing. You can't believe the cops. Rick. It's very hot outside. Very hot. 
And they're lying right in your face. And that's the most important thing I want to tell you. So you guys know this, but I think it's important that other people understand this is that um, when you read a police report, when uh, cops or a union or whatever says anything, you saw how they lied about the protesters and things like that nature, all of this stuff. You, you can't believe politicians. You can't believe DAs and stuff. It's, I remember the first DA in the George Floyd case seemed like he was working for the cops. You have to, unfortunately, you gotta look at everything with a grain of salt. Hopefully, there's tape like that. Just like I, when the when the Raptors president, I'm like, well, damn. Like, there's no other way you can interpret that tape. The man was casually walking out to, to to celebrate with his team and got put pushed, cursed out. He looked confused. Then he got pushed again. Then his black instincts kicked in. It was like, hey man, you're not gonna just keep pushing me. And, and this cop says his neck, his back, his leg, his face. He said he punched him in the face. His face was all messed up. He couldn't work. He had a traumatic experience. He had to get, he had to go get therapy and all of this stuff. Come on, man. Come on. The, you know, before I go, I want to talk about Breonna Taylor for a bit. And I don't, I, maybe you guys can help me with this it's something that i struggle with like i understand that you want to keep her name and what's happening in the news right but when i'm seeing stuff about people trying to trademark her name and trademark phrases for merchandise and stuff like that and the hats and and all of that stuff it's just you know the memes people kind of making jokes about it you know it's it's it makes me a little uncomfortable you know, it, it like I, I don't know the real answer for that because yes, I think you got to keep the pressure on. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep at their necks. You you got to keep keep doing it. I get that. It's just like, come on, man. Let's not let's not let's not make it into a character, a cartoon. Let's not make it into jokes and, and, and things like that, and, and, and you know, memes and, and stuff like that. We just got to really focus in. You know, like the trade, yeah, like when I saw that, like that made me feel, you know, a little uncomfortable, right? It's like, you only trademark stuff because if you want money for it, you know, like, like you, you are people in it for the right reasons or are they just trying to, is it just hype? It remind, I was telling uh, my friend, it reminds me of, remember when Trayvon Martin happened and everybody bought like hoodies and everybody was wearing hoodies? And stuff and like I am Trayvon Martin and, and I get that but like it didn't help <laughs> like you know George Zimmerman is still r- walking around like it didn't help like it's, it's tough like I said you want to keep the message out there but stuff is not getting done and I always say that's the all the whole argument I think people have with Jay-Z and and, and, uh, and and other people that the kneeling and stuff like that is like I like I get like let's let's do keep doing that there's never not a time that you shouldn't be protesting. But we got to do something to make a change because if not, people are just going to, like I said, the corporations just sit back and say, okay, we'll just put an IG post up and say, quote, unquote, Black Lives Matter, and then we'll go back to being racist the next day. Like, nothing gets done. You know, Walmart says, oh, Black Lives Matter, but then they kick a Black Lives Matter protester, you know, out the parking lot. Nothing changes. It's all superficial. Stuff has to be real. 
So I don't know what we're supposed to do about that. I really don't. I really don't have a good answer for you for that. I, I do not. I do not have a good answer uh, for that. Yeah, like I think being on the ground. Like I'm not saying everybody's a ground person, but I think being on the ground, being in the city, being at the you know the house is a little better than merchandise and some t-shirts. You know, now I know everybody can't be on the ground, but that's how stuff gets changed. They don't care about a hashtag. They really don't. They don't care about a t-shirt. They don't care about a hoodie. They don't care about a hat. You gotta, you gotta put the pressure on them in their face. So hopefully, um, that'll get done. All right, you guys have a good weekend. Um, good chat. Be careful out there. It's things that died down a little bit. So you just be careful with the cops. The thing about Megan and Tori is, 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 is this, is that if you, it doesn't matter how she got injured, right? The fact that a gun obviously was discharged, right? In the, in her close proximity. That's traumatic. I think sometimes we see celebrities and social media and we don't really think about what actually happened and we become uh, desensitized to it. Imagine if you are a woman, right? And you're in a car, right? And a gun is discharged in your general direction, right? Then on top of that, after that happens, the cops, the L.A. cops that we're talking about. We're talking about the LAPD, the the, 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 the the L.A. County sheriffs who kill people almost on an everyday basis. The cops are surrounding you with helicopters and, and SWAT and all of this stuff, right? Like, we got to, that's traumatic. But then, because you're a celebrity, you have to just, you know, come out with a new single. You have to come out with a new Instagram. You have to do all of this stuff because you have to keep up your perception. You see what I'm saying? Like mentally that's, that's draining on you. And I think sometimes when you are a rapper, female or male, it doesn't get the type of sensitivity that it would have got if she was a actress or if she was white. You know what I mean? Like it seems like more of a joke seems more like something like to talk about, to argue about. Right. But the reality of the situation is somebody got, you know, shot at and got injured. Doesn't matter how bad the injury was. You know, if, if somebody shot at you and it hit you in the shoulder, but it didn't like, you know, get any ball, you still got shot. That still messes with your head. I understand that, that Justin Fields want to play because he, he wants to be the number one pick. And without that, you know, that's a little bit of an issue. But it's easier for Justin Fields to say he wants to play because he knows he's going to go in the first round of the NFL draft, right? It's a little bit different if you're the, you know, the, the fifth string tight end at Ohio State. And if something quote unquote happens to you because you catch COVID, you may not be protected. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about it like that. It's like it's 190, 100 players at Ohio, at Ohio State. Justin Fields is wants to play because he's going to be a top, you know, pick. You know, it's maybe a little bit different for someone that is, you know, on the team, but really besides, you know, playing college football, has to think about their life going forward. So those are my thoughts on that.
right. Uh, we'll talk next week. I don't know if he's the best. College QBs and, you know, you got to, even if they don't throw, like, the perfect, you know, ball, I don't think he's the best one yet. Um, but we have to see what happens. Right now, I think we all should be. Sports is great, but, you know, our health. Is, I think our, our number one priority is getting rid of Trump, and then we can work on the other stuff after that. You know what I'm saying? We can work on this stuff after that. All right. Uh, let's see. Washington football team president. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, and people, I saw somebody say this. Says, um, is uh, about tokens. Because that comes up a lot. When when you know that, it, like, we know why the Red, not the Redskins. <laughs> we know why the Washington football team is doing what they're doing. We, we know why, right? We, we know. It's not that he's not qualified. Of course he's qualified. A lot of black people are qualified. But we know... If all things were equal, Daniel Snyder wouldn't have hired him. We know that, right? But the, the point is, is once you get into those positions, is what you make of them when you're there. So I'm just hoping that, you know, he's given the authority that he needs and that he, 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 he succeeds. Because the problem with black people, when they do get positions like that, if they don't succeed, then it, for whatever, you know, it shouldn't, but it hurts the, the next, you know, black person. It's not like that with white people. White people can fail over and over again and white people still get jobs. But black people get put in a position of power and then we fail and then, you know, it has a, an effect on somebody else. I think my dog's about to pee in the, in the living room. Hey, I take him outside. Um, I endorse anybody that's not Trump. So by default, I, I'm endorsing Biden. I don't, like I say, I'm not crazy about Biden. I'm not crazy about Kamala. But look, man, we... We can't do another four years of Trump. Hey, do you want to go outside? <laughs> do you want to go outside or are you just sniffing around for stuff? All right, hold on. All right, come on. Oh, what, you want to go outside? Come here. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Want to go outside? Huh? Want to go outside? Is that why you're running around? Huh? Do you see yourself in the camera? Mm. Come to L.A. Uh. You gonna go outside? Don't, don't look at me in the face. I don't know what you've been doing out there. Where's your paw up there? That's right there. We gotta go outside. <laughs> did you do? Did you do anything in the living room while I was on the stream? Did you? That's true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was it Camilla? Kamala or Camilla? <laughs> Camilla? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. All right. Well, like I said, comma, comma LA, comma Alala. How, how do you pronounce it? Hmm. How you doing, CJ? Future VP elect. Like I said, we just gotta get Trump out of there. It doesn't it doesn't really matter who it is. It could have been you and me. Could have been me and Barkus. Really doesn't matter. Anybody could do a better job right now. Literally, me and Barkus as the vice president, if he's the president, could do a better job than Trump. It really doesn't matter who it is. So that's the first thing we gotta do. Then we can start trying to work on all of this other stuff. Kamula. Kamula. Got it. Got it. That Kamula. Kumala. Kamula. All right. All right. Whatever the case, uh, you guys have a good weekend. Be careful around the cops. It's hot outside. <laughs> Make sure you you know you're getting your uh, 
your hydration and everything. You're such a good, you're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. <laughs> Get your hydration and everything because you know it's very hot and things like that. And wear your mask and all of that stuff because if not, we're not going to have any type of sports, and especially football because, yeah. Yeah, the helicopter guy uh, 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 died trying to put the fires out and stuff. It's not, not super far away from it. It's far enough, but it's not super far away uh, from it. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Peace.